All right, this is going to be the first recording, guys, of the BOA program, Body of Armor podcast. And I rewrote over the top of the Viking Valhalla podcast because in today's market, in this environment, I'm having a hard time getting, uh, spreading my focus among many things. So this is, this is the opportunity I think we have to really move the bullet program. I think this will be great for the American public and the public around the world to get them involved in this BOA program. And today what I'm going to talk about is exactly what it takes to, or, or what the BOA program is and what it's going to take to excel at the BOA program. And this is a new sport. So BOA, it stands for body of armor, but it's a new sport that encompasses a couple of questions that I had early on in my coaching career. There were a few gyms in town that kind of dominated the scene, but I think the reason that they dominated the scene wasn't so much that they knew some special move. It was because they got lucky on the genetic scale of attracting already made high-level fighters or wrestlers, and they just had a constant feed of people that were kind of already built. And that is the fastest way to the top. But I really wasn't interested in it. I was interested in the regular person, the individual coming in and building them from the ground up. But that only lasts from three fights to three years or whatever it is. That individual, somebody ends up getting in their ear and they move off to another camp to become better than you could have ever made them. And then they just disappear and they just kind of vanish into the ether. And that's kind of the average run of what an MMA coach experiences. And so I wanted to find out what else is there besides just training people that are going to inevitably leave and go someplace else? Because in my facility, I would be training new people and they wanted to be around only experienced people or whatever their muse or motivation was. And so I, I thought, I have to get out of this. I have to figure out a new way to create what I'm trying to create with this. And I was never trying to create the top fighter in the UFC because that is such a rare thing. There's so many things that go into that, guys. Some of the things that go into it, you had the right family support, just enough or, or, or not enough. There's, there's this range in there. Are you willing to live in your car? Um, will your parents support you while you do this and while you're injured? Medical insurance, do you get injured easily? What is, this, what is your spine like where it, your nerves come out? Does it have a big hole for the nerve or does it have a little hole so when you get a minor neck injury, it shuts off your arms? What, what is your body? There's so many things that I couldn't control and I can't base my life on building inside of that particular chaos. And so I thought there's got to be another way to get this this ultimate performance out of people in a safer way that doesn't involve them getting knocked out and still allows them to, to compete and produce at a world-class level. What could that be? I had to reduce those injuries. Well, 20 years ago, it started dawning on me that in order to make a good fighter, I'm going to go back to when I was coaching fighters, in order to make a good fighter, I had to make sure they arrived to the fight healthy. And so I had to create a program that took them a little bit off the mat and took away the wild card injuries, but got them stronger, faster, and bigger than everybody else in their same weight category. So I created this program, and I called it the Body of Armor. And you know where the muse of that came from? I read this article back in the 80s in Black Belt Magazine, and it said, ancient warriors use shields to protect themselves, modern warriors condition their forearms and their bodies. 
And, and that kind of stuck with me back when the martial arts were magical. It was a magical place when I was in my, my teens. So I went ahead and I just, I just had to take it and I had to run with it. Body of armor, man. That's just what came to me from that because it's right. You have to train your body. You have to do things to condition your body to be in this amazing structure. And so that's what I did. That's what I built. I put everything I know into this program, guys. And I even wiped out the concussion end of it for a while. But you know what? COVID came back in and got involved. And it changed the whole world on us. So here we are in the COVID world. And my model of just fighting, the regular model that if you go, I don't care what gym you go to here, whether it be in Denver or you, you go to a, another town someplace else, almost all gym models are going to be somewhat identical. BJJ, kickboxing, tie boxing, something like that. My style's better than his style. That style's no good. Look at the way I hold my little toe, and so my kick is better. And this argument on these different basically church cults on who has the best whatever. I wanted to get out of that scene because that's about 99% of the time it's about the ego of the instructor and his belief on what the best fighting system is. And you know what? I don't care because we really don't fight like that anymore except for sports. So we're really arguing about sports. But then I ask people, even as a self-defense instructor, how many fights have you gotten in in your life? And the average is none. That's how safe it is here. The average is none. Now, if, you're gonna, if your job takes you to different places that are dangerous, you probably better, better learn something. But the average person doesn't even go that far from home. They just go to their work and they go home and they mow their lawn. And that summarizes a good portion of most people's lives. And some people can live happy within that. Other people can't so much. And so they, they stray and they, and they find more danger the more they stray from that. So I, I don't care about what style is the best. And so we did a wipeout on that. We had, to, we had to wipe the slate clean. In the BOA system, yeah, you're going to learn how to fight. And you're going to learn how to fight well. And it's going to look like you. It's not going to look like some guy somewhere else. It's going to look like you. So what do we do with that? I thought there has to be more to it than just doing bag work. You can't do a bag program. That's, I think those bag classes, I've got to be awesome, are really lame. They're, it's just such a bottom feeder type of way of training. Just, I'm going to yell out some bag stuff and you do some bag stuff. That's okay sometimes, but if that's the only thing that's going on, you definitely probably drive a Subaru and I can't handle it. So I had to wipe it out. This program, BOA, it's some underground shit. It's real. But I wanted to protect people from the concussion. So there's four levels in BOA. Level one, let me explain. Level one is all about an individual coming in and safely learning how to lift weights. Now that doesn't mean bodybuilding. We're not bodybuilding here. I'm not interested in who has the prettiest muscles or what guy has the most groomed eyebrows in the room or who has glitter on. I'm not interested in any of that stuff. I'm interested in getting you strong without getting you injured in level one. 
We need to get flex flexibility back as well. We're going to change that shape. Make you like to see yourself in the mirror. So, the weightlifting that goes into level one, we have to learn Olympic lifting. You have to be proficient in Olympic lifting to get out of level one. Proficient in powerlifting to get out of level one. Proficient in strongman lifting to get out of level one. And you have to know when to use these things so you don't develop the wrong muscle cells for the wrong activities and slow yourself down or delete your endurance. The other thing that's in level one is basic individual movements on the mats and on the bags. This is important because you're going to learn how to kick here, punch here, combinations. You're going to learn flexibility, isometric stretching, re-education stretching, and warm-up stretching. You're going to learn all sorts of different kicks and movements and different motions on a ground bag when it comes to grappling so you have positional dominance. When it's time for you to actually get up and compete, this stuff will be drilled into your system and you will have the opportunity to become a champion. We've done this with people time and time again over the last 20 years and everybody that has followed this exact course that I set up here has become a champion. I'm looking at a picture of one of them right now. I'm so excited. I feel like I took a drug, but it's just endorphins. That's how exciting this program gets me. Every time we start up a class, I can't wait for people to come in and do this. It's amazing to watch them expand and grow and do things that they told me they couldn't do when they first got in here. And the next thing you know, they're just blowing it out of the water. That excitement takes me to level two. Level two is partner movements. So partner movements, now we're going to more, more heavily kind of move towards the, the mat area. So now we're looking for mitt holding. We're looking for partner drills and grappling and things like that. So you've got to understand your arm bars, your triangles, your rear naked chokes, your guillotines, your key locks, your kimuras. You've got to understand all this stuff. And that takes a partner. And so we're looking for drilling. I want to see you drill like you're on a college wrestling team. Smooth. Everybody knows what's going on. And you can't leave level two until you know what's going on. Then, then we're going to go to level three. Level three starts to become non-cooperative. Now we're wrestling. We're grappling. We're sambo. We're judo. <coughs> we're jujitsu live. Kickboxing live in combination with everything you learned in level one. So you may have Olympic lifts the same day that you have something else going on on the floor. You may have a run. It could be a one mile run. It could be an eight mile run. It depends upon the athlete. But we build the program as close as we can to you and what you need. Pushing your endurance to become this thing, this monster, this warrior you didn't know you had in you. And today, right now, with the way the economy just came to a screeching halt, you better become a warrior. Because this new world's going to require that people get pretty fucking tough. And Boa's here to help with that. In the final stage on level four,
Now we're going to longer rounds and everything we do, we're going to pro level rounds. Five minutes. Brutal rounds. We want to know, do you have what it takes to be the baddest athlete on the planet? We're going to find out. We do this through challenges, trainings, competitions, and games. The games are nasty. And you should make you excited to do these games. I'm excited to host these games. We were ready to go this summer when COVID hit. We were going to shock the world and prove that there's more to working out than just ending up with a body that looks great or that you can do a lot of dips or you can bench press a lot, that you can walk away with this with the skill level that you can hand down generation to generation, that you are more than just a shell of a person with a body that, that is fluffy and flexes, that you are actually a warrior. But maybe you don't want to give 100% of your time to getting into the ring and becoming just a fighter. I've watched world-class fighters sit for 20 minutes trying to figure out how to hook battery cables up to their car when I said the red goes to the red and the black goes to the black and they're like, we can figure it out. And they sat out in the cold and they couldn't hear me because I wasn't good enough to talk to them because they were fighters. And I had since, I had long retired by that time. We want to get rid of that type of egotistical bullshit attitude. And we're going to start a new culture right here. Everybody's welcome in here from the beginning to the elite. And we're walking it up with a new competition. So if you're doing a level one competition, it's a combine. We're finding out how strong you are, how clean your technique is, and all the things I just mentioned. Level two, you're going to come in with a team member. And you're going to find out how good you are at the weights, how good you are at lifting, how good you are at running, and how good you are at working team combinations, partner combinations, on the floor with grappling and with mint holding. If you're doing a level three competition, you're going to work through the weights the exact same way, but you better have higher lifts. You're going to come onto the floor and you're going to demonstrate level two skills as well. And then you're going to do level three skills against a different team where you're going to go live in the combat drills of BOA. So it's not just rolling. You can't just come out and sit down and submit somebody playing your own game. BOA doesn't work like that. You can do that in some, one of the matches, but other matches are takedown only. Some are submission only. Some are position only. We're looking to break down every element of martial science until we can understand exactly what it takes to make the baddest warrior on the planet. But it doesn't stop there. The warrior challenges. Let me give an example of one. Eight mile run through the mountains is a run scramble. It is timed. You arrive back at the finish line where you immediately engage in a strength competition. It's a wild card. I don't know what that is right now. Every game could be a little different. And then you go home, you eat, you take care of yourself, you report back the next day to finish the game. 
live kickboxing, live grappling, and we're going to find out who is the overall best in that game. It's going to be amazing. The preparation to get there is going to be amazing. But we're going to go deeper than that. So as I was climbing a mountain with my son, is when this stuff dawned on me. I was trying to figure out ranking. And I, I was trying to rank this modern system in an ancient or old way. I don't know, the belts maybe came in in the 1950s. I was like, that's wrong. It's not going to work, right? I mean, how do, you, how do you rank a system like this? It's so, so difficult, so much to it. So this is what I did. There's no chronological belting outside of four things. Boa one, two, and three. And then you move on. And then the final one, which is a PTT. It's a Prokleski. Tao Theo, challenger of God. That's what I call it, because that's how passionate I am about it. You have a series of ranks inside of this, which I, I'm not going to get into today, because we're not going to talk about absolutely every detail of the bow. We're just doing an introduction here. But these are non-chronological ranks at this point. These are like merits that you can earn. But they're hard merits. And it takes a lot to prove them, and that stuff has been written. Therefore, it's law. You have inside of this system the Prolisi 8. The Prolisi 8 is eight nearly impossible challenges that are to be announced shortly that if you complete these or even sign up for these this is what we're going to do. You have to sign a waiver. You have to sign an insurance policy for yourself to make sure that you're covered. And you have to sign a paper committing to me that you are going to train to this. And we put you through a camp which is supported, witnessed, and recorded and turned into a documentary about you and your challenge of taking on that Proclesi 8 warrior challenge. It's not all combat-based, guys. So in order to be a good runner, or I'm sorry, a good fighter, you got to also be a pretty good runner. you got to be able to put in the miles. Well, we're tracking those miles, and then I thought, you know what's really, really boring? Just watching guys run on the street. You know what's really, really good for footwork? Running on trails. It makes you select targets on where to land your feet. It's so good for you because it's good on the altitude. It's good for you because it's cleaner air. And so we're going to drive people into these places that are better for you. And then we're going to go through these challenges and we're going to film it. We're going to make a big deal about you because this is a big deal. So the Proglisi 8, those will be announced. Now there's BOA challenges. These are brutal too. These are combat-based. 50 rounds directly in a row with fresh partners. 100-man fight the same way with fresh partners. Those are two of the bullet challenges. There are challenges based 
in doing things that difficult and attacking the weight room and dominating and lifting as much as world-class athletes lift at the same time that you're stepping on the floor and proving your iron when it comes to combat and endurance. We're not just working out here, folks. We're not finding out who's the fittest. I want to know who's the baddest. Who's the most willing to live life to the fullest and do things that other people only read about? That's it. They watch documentaries on people this interesting. And that's what I want to make. I want to make people this fucking interesting. And that's what the BOA program's about. You're going to do weightlifting competitions in this gym that are going to be exciting and fun and they're going to be recorded and they're going to go live on the internet where you're going to get an opportunity when you're ready to show the world, to show your family, to show your friends what you're made of. And that's a blast because they get to join in with you and celebrate with you when you win or when you learn. That's what BOA is about. We're changing the face of the martial arts altogether. We're changing the face of lifting altogether. We're changing the face of athletics. We're making the first generation here. I can't even imagine what the 10th is going to look like. People are growing so fast in here, it blows my mind. They're getting fast with their mile, fast with their three mile. Kids are in here lifting weights to the tune of 17, 18,000 pounds with one lift in 10 minutes. That's crazy, guys. That's crazy. You got to be in shape to do that. And that's also not even scratching the surface of human potential. We're going to dent it. The BOA program, Body of Armor, is all about finding out who's the baddest person on earth. It starts right here. It, oddly enough, it starts right here in Westminster, Colorado. We got to get into nutrition too, guys. You can't just eat whatever. You got to feed this machine. So we're going to continue to talk nutrition to up-level that. Now, as far as the BOA program goes, you can be a member, but we're also looking for affiliates. This is important. CrossFit has affiliates too. They have a good model. I'm not going to break away from the affiliation idea. I'm not going to force people to do anything in their gym, but if they show up to the games and they're not following too close to the program, then we're going to find out who runs the better program. We have several certifications that will be required to make sure that coaches are competent. As you can imagine, learning to lift weights is something that you can do. It takes time to get good at it and to really understand and to earn the merits necessary to be respected. But fighting takes even longer. People don't believe you. Here's why. If you get a certification in fighting, they don't believe you. Here's why. If, if a guy comes up to you and says, I'm a black belt in this or that, and you're like, wow, that's crazy. How many fights do you have? And they're like, none. I'm just an expert in it, and uh, 
the black belt. And I go, all right, sounds good. Now, there's some places, some things don't have belts in them, like boxing. Guy says, I'm an expert boxer. And I go, oh, how many fights do you have? He goes, not one. Wrestling's the same way, not a one. Sambo's the same way. I don't have one. Well, you don't believe him. There's no way they could be experts without a match. That's what I had to avoid when making a ranking system because I was like, I can't make belts because belts don't mean anything. I don't have a ton of respect for belts. I know people that get purple belts that are one quarter of my experience. And I have, I have a purple belt because I stopped there in jiu-jitsu. I'm like, well, I guess we're same, same. I've been doing this since 1995. And uh, you, you started, now you have purple, we're same, same. So I had to avoid that. And I had to create something that was truly explanative as far as you, everything you do is proven. So proven means that we have to create level one through four instructors and advanced combat instructors Advanced Olympic instructors, advanced strongman instructors, BOA advanced instructors, and then BOA advanced grappling instructors. These things take time. So we got to get people on the boat now. Now's the time to get involved before we start taking over a big market. And then things are going to be a little more costly to get involved. The reason a person wouldn't become affiliate of this program is because we have a tremendous amount of success with enrollment inside of the BOA program. Tremendous amounts. And you get so much from it. You're not just getting a martial arts. You're not just getting weightlifting. You're getting a program that's entwined and flows smoothly between the transition of ultra running, martial arts, and all the weightlifting categories that I've just mentioned. That's a tremendous advantage over your competitors. And people go, yeah, but my fighters. I'm like, yeah, but your fighters make up a tiny percentage of your gym. We're not even talking about those guys. We're talking about the 99 percentile of your gym that's not looking to get into the cage or ring. They're looking to get in the best shape of their life and accomplish something that's not going to mess up their security in life. And that's this program. That's this marketing system that drives students into your gym without you having to do the legwork. This is the BOA system. So guys, I'm not going to drag on forever here. I'm going to cut it off right here. And I'm going to get more specific on different things as this goes by. I'm going to be more consistent about how often I do these BOA podcasts because we have more information occurring. Turns out when you start a podcast, you have about 14 hours of information and then you just run dry. Won't be that way on this one because we have constant things happening here. So we're going to keep working on information on how to keep the gym running strong, how to keep yourself motivated, how to keep your kids motivated, how to project where you're going to be in the future with your health and the fitness and even with your job and your money. Those things should improve because your overall outlook improves. BOA fit 
Man, I'm excited. First episode. All right, guys. I got people coming in right now to do some filming with me. And we're going to film some, some stuff to start getting these promos out. We've got a lot of promos coming out. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff on video. And so those of you that are already in the system, you're going to be the priority. This is about you. Those of you that are coming into the system, can't wait to meet you. Guys, I appreciate your time. This is Coach Michael Sullivan with the BOA system in Westminster, Colorado. Thanks for listening to the Body of Armor podcast. Oosh!